All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox and Tiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Four Things Podcast. I am Amy, and today I am joined by Caitlin Crosby. She's the founder of The Giving Keys, and she's an author. Her latest book is Every Word Matters, The Key to an Intentional Life. Now, Caitlin, I noticed that you put key in the title of that book. So what does a key represent to you? Oh, gosh. Uh, Keys are so symbolic. And I didn't even realize that when I started the Giving Keys because when I first started it, it was just a hotel key that I used. But now in realizing that, yes, it's jewelry with different inspirational words, they open so many things in our lives. They don't just open doors. They can emotionally open things that we need. Um, They can also lock to, you know, 
protect us and then the key to a home, which our mission at the Give Keys is to end homelessness. So that's a little symbolic too. I love the title of the book too, because, you know, words do matter a lot. And that's something I've been focusing on. And that's just an everyday conversation, even in, in language. It's just so important kind of when we're speaking to someone, especially about something that's super serious or maybe even how we speak to ourselves. Words can just really matter, um, especially when it comes to our mental health. So that's the first thing that we're going to get into. I want to talk mental health. The second thing we'll get into is the power of words. And then third thing, self-worth and how we're all worthy of love. And then the last thing I want you to share with us is four things that you are thankful for today. First thing. In regards to mental health, I want to hear about your morning routine or what do you do day to day to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. So I have two little kids. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So waking up in the morning is a little different now than it used to be. Before I had children, I took for granted sleeping and morning and sleeping in. But now that I have kids and there's obviously so many responsibilities and I, I, I you know, need to get them ready and get them dressed or food and all the things. And I know it's a little controversial because I did go through a separation. And I've been sharing that I have been a single mom for the first time, that sometimes you have to do things that you have to do. And that for me means that I put on PBS Daniel Tiger for the kids for a few minutes. So, which I know people sometimes don't like, which is fine. I don't really care because I need to take five minutes for myself to listen to a little morning devotional, to read a little something, to get my head and my mental health in a good, healthy, strong, intentional place before I can take care of anybody else. That's what they say. You put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can put it on anyone else. Because if I just roll out of bed and I just try to go, go, go with the kids, I'm not going to be nice. <laughs> I'm not going to be in a good space because I'm tired and my mind will just go to the default. And I think oftentimes our mind does go to the negative or go to the default of emotion or reaction, being reactionary or the way that you were raised in maybe a household. You know, it's like, no, I want to be in charge of my brain not the other way around. So I have to take that time to read a devotional and to do a little meditation, just do a little prayer, the serenity prayer I always do in the morning. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, people, places, and things, and uh, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I love that. And the oxygen mask analogy is something that we hear probably over our lifetime, you hear it a lot, but it really is so powerful. And it is a great example and something that you should remind yourself of often, because I think sometimes as moms, we do get lost in other things, or maybe you don't even have to be a mom, but you're losing yourself to other people in your life or just depending also too on your personality and how you are, like you really may not be taking care of yourself. And you're not going to be of use to anybody if you don't. And I know it's May now. So for some people, if they didn't choose the word of the year, they might be like, oh, it's too late. I'll just wait till next year. But I don't think it's ever too late to have a word of the year. And I'm just curious to see what yours is for this year. Yes. Um, my word of the year is warrior. But same thing. It changes all the time. But that's just kind of like the broader theme. And I always kind of look for the messages that keep popping up in my life. And for me, um, it was that word. Obviously, we made all the Giving Keys jewelry say warrior on them. So we have like new bracelets that say warrior and necklaces and all the things um, because I want to wear them all the time and then give them away and 
pass it on, pay it forward. But for me, yeah, I think I was going through a hard transition in my family and someone called me a warrior and I was like, really? I feel the opposite of that. I feel like so weak and defeated and like a failure and blah, blah, blah. Um, All these, again, negative Nancy words that no one really wants to live in and sit in. And like, no, you are a warrior because you are doing your best to fight and to fight for your family and to fight for your mental health and to fight for A, B, and C. And that is what a warrior is. And so I actually then started a thing called Warrior Chats on Mondays where I interview people um, mostly women on my little Instagram live just to hear warrior advice. Like, I, and I always ask, what does being a warrior mean to you? So that's definitely the word I'm embracing right now. And then it keeps popping up like this one girl on Instagram that I didn't, I don't know her. One day she said, I feel led to send you this picture. And it was a picture of four giving keys that she ha- had that she had um, been accumulating through the years. And the way that they were sitting next to each other on her table or something um, stuck out to her. And it said, stay strong, freedom warrior. And she's like, wow, I just realized the keys in this order spoke a sentence on accident. And she didn't know my word was warrior, but things like that. Okay. So hearing you tell that story, Caitlin actually just reminded me of a really special moment that my sister and I had with a giving key, like and sending a picture. She had uh, had this moment regarding our mom. Our mom passed away in 2014 and she had given us pure grace body wash and I'm gonna, can I, I found the blog post real quick. So I would love to read it for you and then share with you kind of how the giving key then put a bow on this whole thing. So this is my sister's blog post from 2015. It was called Huddled Over Grace. I sat on the floor of the shower holding a bottle of white liquid soap. My head was tilted up as streams of warm water rained down my face, washing away fresh tears. The cries were fewer and farther between, but they still came at times. Grief would come in waves, they told me, and it has. Three months earlier, we had lost our mom to cancer, and that day I was headed back to her house to face the cabinets, drawers, and closets, not just of her things, but of her memory and of my memories with her. I didn't want to go, but more truthfully than that, I didn't want her to be gone anymore. I looked down at the nearly empty bottle of soap in my hand. It had been part of a present from our mom to my sister, Amy, and I. A simple soap and lotion gift set in the midst of the complicated twists and turns of cancer life. A little gift labeled and branded Pure Grace. I remember standing there the day she gave it to us, hugging in my kitchen. The three of us, arms intertwined, heads touching, staring at our shoes, huddling over that simple gift of soap, lotion, and grace. Unspoken words rumbled through our minds as we asked someone to take a picture, not because this was the first time we'd ever huddled that way, but because current circumstances and possibilities nod within us. We wanted to capture how we loved each other. Not long after that day, we were back in my home again. This time, a hospital bed was set up in my bedroom for our mom, and my house had become a revolving door of nurses and friends and family from all over, stopping by each day to bring food or flowers or letters or candles or paper goods, drinks to pick up laundry, all the things. This was hospice care. This was the unwanted end we had been fighting against. However, a beautiful loving end if there had to be one. Amy and I spent most of the time on either side of our mom, our arms sometimes intertwined, our heads sometimes touching hers, huddled over the gift of grace in our mother and clinging to the gift of grace in our God. The grace that gave us the courage to whisper in her ear, it's okay to go home. And so I sat on the floor of the shower, gripping that bottle of white liquid soap, that now nearly empty bottle of pure grace, and it registered gratefully that true grace is never empty. My grace is sufficient for you, 
For my power is made perfect in your weakness, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And here I was sad and weak and in need of much grace, but not the kind that comes in a bottle because at the end of the day, we all know that's just soap, but true grace, the kind that helps you face loss with hope, the kind that helps you choose forgiveness, thankfulness, and joy, the kind of grace that gets you up off the floor of the shower and is never almost empty because it never runs out. The day I sent Amy this post to review, she sent me a picture of the giving key that she happened to be wearing that day. And it's a picture of the grace giving key. Sometimes our lives work like that. So I just thought that that was like a cool, like giving key. Cause I remember that day I was wearing this white sweater with my grace giving key. And of course I thought I looked so cute, but it just was <laughs> confirmation for my sister to have that. So I'm sure that so many people have a giving key story like that. I mean, you had one touch you where someone sent you pictures, but I know people have gotten to give keys that had just the right word that probably impacted someone's day. They were in line next to someone and they looked back and they saw the word hanging on someone's neck. Anyway, I just feel like to be a woman behind a business that has made such an impact in so many different ways, I just think that that's really cool. And I didn't mean to derail by reading my sister's blog post, but grace is another word that's pretty amazing that people could could focus on and really try to, to tap into what true grace looks like. And I love that you're tapping into warrior this year and you've made it a whole thing. You made it more than just a word. Like you're now empowering others each week on your Instagram. Yeah, I get obsessed with words, as we know, since I've yeah made The Giving Keys and have written two books. And before that, I used to do music and wrote songs, which I don't do anymore. But I just words, yeah, they're so powerful. And just, huh, especially when we are intentional about them. I think it's interesting because I had a, I was talking to a therapist and she had me write down like beliefs and intentions for my week. And it was, it was something simple, as simple as I will live or I'm living an invigorated life, something like that. I I enjoy my life. <laughs> so you said like super si- simple. And I wrote it down in my journal and then I kind of forgot about it. And then the next week when I was supposed to meet with her, she was like, so how did that go? Reading your affirmations or your positive intentions. And I was like, oh, I didn't do them. I forgot about them. And I realized it's because like, if I don't have it on a post-it or if I'm constantly looking at it. So now I have my journal open next to my bed. So I have to see it. I have to see those words to remind myself and to kind of re-brainwash myself. And then I have to look at them when I go to sleep. Yeah. So I have to see them to visualize them and kind of yeah, re-brainwash yourself because sometimes the default is the negative and then we just forget to think positively. And so how do you make the affirmations a part of your daily life? Just like having them by your bedside or do you write every single day or what do you do in regards to that part of your mental health? I mean, besides what you just shared, like is, is journaling a big thing for you or just simple affirmations on a post-it note or some people do like the dry erase marker on their bathroom mirror. I, I want to do that. I need to do that one. But yeah, what I said earlier, plus I think, yes, just straight journaling, like right now, something I'm going through because I feel kind of, um, there's too many things going on in my brain right now. <laughs> there's too many subject matters to kind of cope with that. I, I need to get it out and I need to write it out on paper so I can see it and I can, can compartmentalize it and I can write my priority list. I always like positive and negative lists. Like if there's something that I'm 
trying to see clearly something about like, okay, if I do this, like one, two, three, four, five, oh, there's five on that side. Okay. But then if I do this, there's the positives or the, the benefits would be 10 things. Oh, that's good to know. Instead of them just being jambled about around in my brain. So, and then in my, in my new book, I have sections at the end where they're journal prompts where I ask questions. And there's also a section where you can write positive affirmations about yourself and turning the negative thoughts we have. Like if it's, if you feel like you're weak, then, you know, your positive affirmation will be, I am strong. I am beautiful. I am capable. I am worthy. And I talked to a a therapist years ago who said these negative beliefs we have about ourselves, it's like a record player. And in our brain, there are these grooves and these negative grooves get stuck in there and they get deeper and deeper in this record player in our brain. And how do they get deeper and deeper? These grooves from repetition, from the negative beliefs, like repeating over and over and over. And we live our lives in such a way where we're kind of looking for confirmation for those negative beliefs. So we're like, oh, that person just looked at me in that way. Oh yeah. See, see, I am weak. Oh, see, I am overweight or see, I am, you know, awkward or no one likes me or whatever. But the only way you can get rid of those grooves is she's like, you can't pray it away. She's like, you have to create new grooves. And how do you create new grooves? You have to create the positive affirmations. Yes. And how do they get there? And how do they get to be as thick and deep as the original ones? Repetition. So so you just have to do the affirmations as much as possible, even though you think it's not going to work. It's too cliche and you've heard it before and it maybe seems too simple, but it's scientifically proven. That's the only way to counteract the negative ones. Second thing. Let's talk more in depth about specific words. Don't you have like 10 words that help people live intentionally? Yeah. Every chapter is a different word. Belief, strength, brave. Uh, I have a little boy. His name is Brave. And uh, I have a little girl and her name is Love. So if she needed a chapter too, well, she didn't need a chapter, but that word, there is that word love. And we focus on love and what that means. And we focus on faith and the difference between belief and faith. And I was a philosophy major in school. So faith has always been an interesting thing to me because I always want to know and like, I want things to be proven. So kind of diving into that and uh, the word fearless and the difference between being fearless and brave and breaking down each one. So each chapter is a deep dive into these words so we can better incorporate them into our lives. And so tell me your kids' names again. Brave and love. Brave and love. We were talking about interesting kids' names. I don't think I've ever met a kid named Brave and Love, but I think it's so awesome that you already gave them names that are affirming to them. They're hearing over and over and over, love, 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 brave, brave, brave. So they're getting that repetition in their head of a positive word. It kind of makes you feel like I missed out on something, my name just being Amy. (laughs) You know, it's so funny though. That's what I thought too, but it's really interesting because brave is so not brave. He's like, such a little scaredy cat. It's so cute. He's such a little mama's boy and he's afraid of everything. But then Love, who's like almost two, she's the one that's way more brave. She's like, I'll just jump off that slide and jump off that thing. I'll run into the ocean, run into the pool. And and Brave is always like, oh no, it's too cold. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Is she loving though? Yeah, she's uh, actually brave is more loving than love. (laughs) Maybe they're hearing the other person's name more and then that's what what gets in. Or it was too much pressure. It was too much pressure to be their name. So they went the opposite. I want to circle back to something you said earlier when you mentioned 
the difference between belief and faith. So can we break that down a little bit more? Yeah. You know, I think because faith has always been challenging for me because I want to know and I want things to be proven, there is kind of a surrender with that word. Like, a, you know, obviously people say a leap of faith, but I think a belief is something that you truly do believe because there's fact there, there's truth, there's a reality to it. Like, I believe this. I choose to believe this because I know it's true. And also it can be belief because I'm going to believe this about myself. Like I naturally believe A, B, and C negative about myself, but I'm going to choose to believe this about myself, just being intentional about how you want to believe. I think faith, I mean, obviously, you know, people think about faith with God and different religions, but it can be with like a a job or your future. It can be like, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen or talked to God, but there's going to be a mystery aspect to faith. And same thing, again, not just with like, I wonder if God exists or what he or she or what it looks like, but also like, I have faith that I'm going to be okay, no matter what, and I'm going to make it through this hard season. And I have faith that my purpose will unfold. So there's definitely some similarities between the word, but it's fun to break it down. I know. That's why I thought it was interesting. Cause like, even when I think of my own, just how I use the word, it's like, these are my beliefs, but really, I mean, it's because I'm having faith that I'm believing like I, some stuff, you don't have the hardcore facts, some things you don't really know, but you know, in your heart. So then it's like your faith part and then, but it's what you're choosing to believe. So yeah, I mean, I could see how getting really deep into that, I could take you down a long wormhole. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail 
for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women. 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Let's talk about five ways to boost self-love and feel worthy of love. I just got back from an intensive where I learned that I have pretty low self-worth. So I'm here for for any tips that you have on that. Something that I'm going to be committed to working on because I do deserve to believe in myself, to have faith in myself, to know that I, I am worthy. But some stuff stems from my childhood. So it's really hard. It's been in there a long time. It's that record player. I've got some deep grooves there. Yeah. Oh, such a good one. I mean, there the list goes on and on and on. But, you know, some of them, I think, Number one is, like you said, childhood wounds and things that maybe you believed when you were younger or things that people in your family uh, spoke over you or people that you're in relationship now speak over you or make or kind of you realize if you're around someone that you get triggered in a certain way. So realizing what your boundaries are and like the people that you should or should not have around you that you want to choose to spend your time with. And, And maybe sometimes it is like a parent that 
they say a lot of unhealthy things. You're like, I need to have a stronger boundary and not allow myself to be around this person because it rubs off on me. A brother, sister, lover, partner, coworker, friend, whatever, um, just really working on those boundaries. I think that's like probably the biggest thing that helps with self-worth because I think once you realize that you do have some control of the negativity that you're letting, you know, affect you. And then I think you will feel empowered and stronger because you know you're making good decisions for yourself. They're healthy for yourself. And then you'll feel empowered. And I also think just the affirmations, writing those positive things on your mirror, on in your journal, post-it notes in your car. I think also the friends you surround yourself with. It's so this hard season that I've been going through, I've just been really intentional about spending time with women that are wise. That has been beyond life-changing. And then also I'd say listening to your gut and trusting yourself because I think our intuition is so right on, but sometimes we have to quiet ourselves down, um, really let ourselves be quiet and hear what our heart is saying and, and just trust that. You know, some people call it God. Some people call it their gut. Some people call it their intuition. I like to call it your peace-o-meter. Oh. When you don't have peace, I feel like it's like ding, 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 ding. I don't have peace down there, but it's like following the peace. And then I think that will enable you again to empower yourself, to feel proud of yourself for trusting yourself. So I got boundaries, which boundaries is like props to anybody that's just now implementing boundaries into their life for the first time. Or if you're thinking about doing it, I just want to encourage you to, yeah, dig in and know that it is worth it and you can do it. You are worth it. And boundaries can be really healthy and important and good in any relationship and healthy for the other person too, as long as it's done in a a healthy way. Maybe the boundary is something with yourself has nothing to do that anybody else needs to know about, but maybe there is a boundary you have to set with someone in your life. I just hope that that you'll believe that you you can do it and that you'll be better for it on the other side. So you mentioned boundaries, affirmations, friends, listening to your peace-o-meter, which I do like that. Is there another one? Yeah. And then I think also setting time for self-care because I think, you know, whatever that looks like to you, whether it's yoga or it's taking a walk in nature, swimming, going on a hike. And I'd say the final one is taking time for self-care. I realized when I was not in a place of caring about my self-worth, I wouldn't take any time for self-care because I was caring too much about taking care of other people or just working or doing all the things I needed to do and didn't think that I needed to really take time to, you know, hike or be in nature or be at the beach or, or work out or do something good for my body. I just never thought that that was like really a priority because it just seemed like the bottom of the list. Cause there's so many other, you know, more important things, but I realized without self-care taking that time to take care of my body, there's no way you're going to feel good about yourself. If you're just running on empty all the time, you know, serving everyone else all the time and you have nothing left for yourself, how are you going to feel worthy, valuable when you're not putting value on your own self? And I just want to give people permission if uh, like guilty pleasure type TV, like Real Housewives of whatever. My, I had a therapist last year that uh, gave me permission that that was a form of self-care. So I just want to throw that out there because self-care may look different for you day to day, week to week or whatever you've got. Sometimes self-care might be plopping down on your bed or your couch and turning on an episode of something that you never get to just sit down and enjoy that can be pretty mindless. And you may emerge from that 
just as refreshed as if you took a hike through nature, which I think getting outside is for sure important. I'm not saying like, (laughs) you know, to ignore that, but hey, if you needed permission to do something like that, I had a therapist that just, they gave it to me. So now I'm giving it to you. (laughs) Oh, I will receive that with open arms. Now that The Bachelor is not on, I feel like I'm not as happy as a person. Like when The Bachelor season is on, I'm a happier human. And when it is off, it's just really life is not as full for me. (laughs) What's another show that you love? Like if you had a a binge-worthy show to recommend to listeners? Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) I've been neglecting Bravo for some reason. I I used to watch all the shows on there, but I just do a bunch of streaming things now and I don't really have cable. So I'm not on the Bravo. Bravo used to be the only station that I knew the actual like number to tune into. But I feel like I do visit the Real Housewives stuff on Hulu, but I I miss out on all the awesome Bravo shows that I used to enjoy like Vanderpump Rules or Below Deck. <laughs> we got into Below Deck, but I oh, did really? like Real Housewives. Oh yeah. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is my favorite. Yeah. So good. Before we get into gratitude for the the final thing, I also want to talk about embracing failure. I think that that's something that's important to to remind people that failing can be okay. And I know that you're in agreement with me on that. Oh yes, that's another one of my favorite topics. Yeah, in my in my first book, I have a whole chapter that's called "Let Yourself Fail," and then in my new book, I have a little section that's kind of like should do swaps. Like you think you should do this, but let's swap that out for you know just let's make our priority list and really choose the things that we really need to do instead of the things that you should do because we can't do everything because we're not we're not Wonder Woman. We're not Superwoman. We're not robots. So you have to choose the things you're going to fail at. I love that. I had never thought of that perspective. Okay, so Caitlin, we're big on gratitude here on the podcast and I always have guests share four things that they're currently thankful for. They can be big, small, whatever. It's just like also a way for listeners to get to know you on a different level too. So you can just fire away with four things you're currently thankful for. Okay. I've been really practicing being grateful about things that we take for granted, kind of the cliche, normal, just life things, because so many people don't have that, which is, I am so grateful that I have a roof over my head because there's so many people that are living out on the streets and they are trying and they've lost their job for different reasons, or they were raised in a different way where they weren't afforded the same opportunities to be raised in a home. So I am grateful that I have a home because I could easily kind of go to like, it has this and I don't like this. And this is so grandma vibes or whatever. Ever. And this is this chain link fence over here and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, no, I am so grateful I have a roof over my head. Number two, I am so grateful that I have food to eat. There's so many people that are literally on the street begging for food and so hungry, and they are just hoping and waiting that someone would give them money to be able to buy a muffin. While over here, I can really buy whatever food I want. Anything I'm craving, I can get. And that's such a big deal. And I never want to take that for granted. So I'm so grateful that I can buy whatever food I want to eat. Like that is really exciting to me because I love food. (laughs) I just also want to share before we started the interview that you were eating some Cheez-Its. And I just want to give Cheez-Its a shout out because whenever I see Cheez-Its, my grandma was a Cheez-Its person. And my sister and I, oftentimes, if we want to ever have like a toast or a memory to our grandmother, we go get Coke, like legit Coke out of the glass bottle, the little teeny tiny glass ones that are so cute. 
and we get a box of Cheez-Its and we just toast to our grandmother. So that is so cute. I love that. Cheez-Its are the best, even though I must say hot and spicy Cheez-Its are even better. Okay. I'm going to have to go try those. Yeah. Hot and spicy. They're they're at every gas station ever. I highly recommend it. (laughs) That's where I get mine. And then the third thing I'm grateful for is incredible girlfriends. My girlfriends are so wise and I'm so, so grateful that they've been checking in on me all the time and sharing all their wisdom and advice with me. And then the fourth thing I will say that I have two healthy children that are so cute, brave and love. And um, yeah, it's just grateful that, that they're alive and they exist. And I have a lot of friends that are going through infertility issues right now. So I know w- what a miracle it is that they even exist. So very, very grateful for that. Awesome. Well, Caitlin, we are grateful for you and all that you put out into the world. So thanks for joining us today on the podcast. And I just would encourage people, yeah, to check out all the amazing things that you have at Giving Keys, even your warrior line. Like, I think that that is awesome. And then your latest book, Every Word Matters, The Key to an Intentional Life. So congratulations on all all the success. Thank you for having me on. Oh, and I need to tell you, and I should send them to you too. I I forgot to talk about, and maybe your listeners will enjoy. I have a line, a kid's clothing line, but it's also, you can be matchy matchy with your parents. It's called Brave and Love, named after my kids. So it's at Brave and Love Collection on Instagram. And then the website is braveandlove.com. So they have all inspirational things on the shirts. Um, Like I will change the world, brave like mom, brave like dad, history maker, world changer, blah, 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 blah. So check that out too. I love that. Okay. Braveandlove.com. Love it. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you so much. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. 
Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. 